0: The Biden administration vetoed a bill that directly impacts pre-retirees, retirees, and frankly, anyone saving for retirement right now. The veto preserves the Labor Department's ESG rule. We'll dig into the particulars and how you could be affected on today's show. Welcome in to Sound Path
1: Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Well, welcome to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval. Matt Liebarger, there with us every week at this time. Thank you for joining us on ninety-seven point three Cairo News Radio. Hey guys, how are we doing today? Uh, Doing great, Gary. How are you? I'm doing good. Let me uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about Ben and Matt before we dive into the show. Over ten years' experience, they are producers, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients, and they specialize in everything and anything when it comes to retirement. It's Sound Path retirement strategies, all the things we talk about each week, like. Retirement Income Strategies, Wealth Accumulation, Asset Protection, and so much more. All right, this is really an interesting segment here, uh, because I I must confess, I wasn't all that familiar with ESG until recently, and if anybody was wondering, it stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. And what does exactly that mean in, in a nutshell, guys? Yeah. So ESG is
0: uh, essentially where investments get a score based on how, um, socially responsible they are in some ways. So ESG stands for those three areas. And so that score directly relates to that area's score. Uh, and it's essentially looking at, um, you know, future impacts and how the companies themselves make their money, how they spend their money, how's the user money and the overall impact they have to society as a whole. Right. Uh, now that's not necessarily a bad thing you know there's investments do any number of things right you have uh, etfs mutual funds all do various versions of each other right you'll have how many how many s p 500 funds are there you know a a million of them and so the esg just does a, a different subset of it the issue here when it comes to esg in terms of retirement vehicles is that there is a requirement for some 401k providers that they have a certain score, an ESG score to be able to provide those funds to that individual. Now, uh, it depends. So you'll hear two sides of this, right? You'll have some people that say, oh, it's great and it does fine and it doesn't lose overall value. Uh, compared to its benchmarks. And you have other people that say it severely underperforms. So if you look at just the ESGs themselves, and you know Bloomberg ended up doing a, a dive into this not too long ago, and they found that the global ESG fund had underperformed the broad market in the past five years, uh, returning about 6.3% compared to 8.9% for broader funds. Right. Okay. The issue, though, is that if you look at just the global funds, so you actually go at apples to apples comparison, and you look at last year, well, ESG funds lost 2% roughly, you know, if we look, not just year you know, we're not looking at last year, we're looking at the previous rolling year
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, global funds lost 10%. <laughs> so ESG funds lost less right? in that scenario. And so this is where I, I kind of, uh, it's one of my pet peeves in the financial industry is where people will just make blanket statements on it and not necessarily compare apples to apples with right. it because mm-hmm. again it's it's not like it's you know an evil investment with evil people in it it's an investment that has different
1: goals i love it evil different. people doing yeah so here's a question <laughs> who first of all who's doing the scoring how do, how does that work if you guys Well know. it's
0: <laughs> you know that's that's part of the issue here right. is that this is a politically driven system right mm-hmm. we, no no doubt about it It is not done by any sort of financial metrics, really. It's done through the political aspirations that are here. And that's where people are all open arms Mm -hmm. saying that politics shouldn't have any sort of play or role in my 401k. Right. Yeah. And I I understand that. That's right. Yeah. Politics should not have a role in how you invest. And that's where I have a problem with this. My money, my choice. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily about the fact that these exist. (laughs) Fine that they exist it's the point that they are forcing 401k providers to use this in some way as a you know a, a virtual signaling in some way right it, it's it's trying to make you feel like
1: uh, there there's a level of force here right and so if your 401k provider has one of these these funds or or the the, the ESG components in it there's not much you can do right I mean, it's just Correct. part of their plan. It's part of your plan at work that you can't do anything about it unless you just pull your money out of your 401k, right?
0: Well, and that's typically what you're going to most likely want to do anyway, is when you get towards uh, 59 and a half, you can right. do what's called in-service distributions. And you could take this money that's in the 401k that has maybe a dozen options in it, and maybe they're all ESG in 10 years, mm-hmm. and you can roll it into a regular IRA and take that IRA, invest it however you want. Mm-hmm. whatever funds you want to invest in, it doesn't have to have any sort of component. And I actually had a client that was with me last week that was asking me about this going, so, you know, how has that impacted your world? Not at all. I, I don't manage 401ks for big companies. Right. You know, I, I, part of the reason is I don't want to deal with that compliance issue where the government's forcing me to do it. But when we roll it over from that 401k to an IRA, we can do whatever we want with it. Sure. And so, yes, while you're there, there's issues, but it essentially will just force people out of 401ks quicker than they might have otherwise because of even more limited investment options. All right. I
1: want to remind Which, everybody, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is okay. Sound Path through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger, here every morning on Sunday morning at this time. And the phone number in case you want to get a hold of them and get on their calendar, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. All right. You know, we could spend a whole segment on this, but let's move on to some other news. We know about Chairman uh, Powell and the Mm -hmm. interest rates rising. What what do you have for us on that, guys? Well, so here's the thing about interest rates rising.
0: We've talked about this in the past handful of weeks is inflation is not under control. And the way that the Fed is going about fixing this inflation issue is by hiking rates. Now, uh, you know, between you and me, I, I don't think this is really the most effective solution. If you look at why inflation is what it is, one of the big reasons has to do with money supply. And so they should have been much more aggressive pulling back money supply as opposed to roundabout doing it on interest rate hikes. But that being said, it's causing a lot of issues. Actually, we have a clip here from the MicroMavens president. Uh, let's play that one. Real quick. And I think honestly, what we're seeing here, Maria, is not just the banking sector issue. The everything bubble has now burst, and that's going to hit, as uh, you know, to quote the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. So we're going to not have this just contained in the banking system. We're going to have corporate credit markets start to get a little dysfunctional, um, and municipal markets, everything is going to get hit. By this delayed impact of the rate hikes, so I do expect the Fed will have a dramatic u-turn in policy over the next few months as that happens
1: uh, comments, Ben, Matt on that? yeah, and, and that
0: has always been the case. so if you look at the history of interest rate hikes, when the Fed ever has spiked rates, things break that that's what happens here. So if you look at the last you know thirty forty years, we had in eighty two we had interest rate spikes and that was the latin american debt crisis that's what that caused and and a lot of these end up becoming worldwide and then we had in 87 interest rate spiked and we had the 87 crash now, black monday that was tons of fun right <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then we had in 98 we had um, long-term capital management a huge hedge fund ended up going down because of interest rate spikes in 2000 we had the tech bubble partly because interest rates spiked in 2007 subcrime crisis, partly because interest rates spiked. In 2018, we had uh, senior loans that ended up causing some of the issues in 2018 when the market went down. And so now we have Silicon Valley Bank.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You, this isn't the end. Every time interest rates go up, something breaks. And so this is going to be our future for the next little bit. And I, I agree that there's going to be more fallout. Now, the real concern here is what's called financial contagion, meaning that if Silicon Valley Bank fails, does that mean the rest of the economy is going to fail? Not necessarily, and we're not quite there yet, but the fact that more things are going to be affected is pretty obvious. Yeah. And so it just means that we need to be significantly more diligent when it comes to how we overall structure accounts, how we structure plans. And that's really what I find missing for a lot of clients that come in and see me, especially right now, is a proper risk assessment. A lot of times their portfolio was what they did 5, 10, 15, 40 years ago. And so they're worried about this, but they don't know how to properly rebalance. So we always leave a handful of spots open for our show listeners to call in and to have a complimentary meeting where we'll sit down and we'll do a true risk assessment. Where are you exposed on things like ESG funds? Where are you exposed on things like SVB failure? Uh, What happens if things get worse and we do have some contagion? What can you do and how do you end up structuring this? Now, we'll create a fee uh, report, a tax analysis. We'll answer whatever questions that you might have. And we'll have a really detailed conversation about you and what matters to you and how we can end up preserving for retirement. Since retirement, in all likelihood, will last a handful of decades, God willing. Mm -hmm. So uh, now, typically, these types of risk assessments and plans work best if you have over a million dollars, but we never turn people away that want to sit down and really figure out where
1: where are we exposed? Where's our risk problems? Our goal to the show here is help you make the best decision. So have any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, just get a hold of Ben and Matt. 877 249 6900 877 249 6900 The folks at Soundpath Retirement Strategies are standing by. Get on the calendar. You deserve a safe, secure retirement. And that's what you'll get when you meet with Ben. And Matt, again, no cost, no obligation. What are you waiting for? You, you have the phone in your hand anyway, so just dial that number, 877. Well, you don't dial, you punch the number. You know, I'm old school. We used to dial rotary phones, guys, okay? <laughs> 877-249-6900. 877 249 you guys have no idea I'm talking about rotary phones, am I right? <laughs> oh, I do. You youngsters. You youngsters. All right, we're going to take a short break. We're back with more of Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? Yeah, whether you have been working with a financial advisor or you're preparing to sit down with
2: one, there are a few red flags you need to know about, and we're going to cover them uh, right after the break. So don't go anywhere.
1: Welcome back to the show this is sound path through retirement i'm your consumer advocate gary nolan back with us to help you take charge every money ben koble and matt Liebarger, they're with us every week at this time thank you for joining us on sunday morning at 97.3 cairo news radio a little bit about matt and ben they were 10 years experience at both fiduciaries which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients by the way it's a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor and like I said earlier, for all the things you hear on the show, that's what they specialize, you know, whether it's retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care strategies, and so much more. Uh, during the break, we were talking about things that uh, Matt and Ben know nothing about, like cassette tapes and uh, eight tracks <laughs> and records. But anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> and Rotary phones. All right, guys, so let's talk about the uh, the red flags. You know, when you go to the beach, you see that red flag, you know, you're not supposed to go uh, near the water. So how about explaining some of these for us?
2: Yeah, I, I think I'll start. Ben and I sometimes sit back and laugh at some of the things that we hear, uh, and sometimes it's not laughing, it's more crying. But uh, now here's a few red flags we want to share with you for anyone who uh, is already speaking with an advisor, or maybe you are out interviewing 10 different advisors, and you're simply doing your due diligence. So I'll start with one, Ben, that uh, I hear. Uh, imagine an advisor says this to you there is no risk at all with this investment or, or perhaps maybe a little nuance. There's little to no risk with this investment. If you hear that red flag, number one, get up, do not walk, run out of that office. Uh, the, the, the reality is simply that, that there is risk associated with all investing, like investing. Part of bins and my goal is to assess somebody's risk tolerance uh, it's it's imperative. It's not just a goal. It's imperative to ensure that you succeed uh, in building your nest egg. So just beware people who say there's no risk or little to no risk.
0: Well, I tend to find that that's probably compounded with somebody else saying that you're guaranteed a 7% return per year.
2: Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, those are, of course, a very- too good to be true red flags mm-hmm. you know pretty obvious so usually they're going to be tied to an annuity yeah. which doesn't really mean what they say it, it means mm-hmm. or it's going to be tied to uh, like a non-standard asset like a non-tradable reit both have some really big drawdown or drawbacks that you need to really consider uh, next one is our plan works for everyone, or this financial plan is a one-size-fits-all. One-size-fits-all is is a a big issue. Uh, If a client, if an advisor rather, has 20-year-old clients and 70-year-old clients, they're trying to do a one-size-fits-all in some way. Now, you know, the plan working for everybody, that's not true for any financial advisor. You know, some people are going to have significantly different goals, different plans, and different motivations. And one advisor to be able to cover every single person what they want to do or how they want it is is just unreasonable yeah if it fit all then that means everybody has the exact same
2: needs wants and risk tolerance yeah. it, it's completely unethical yeah yeah uh and another one that uh, i always advise people to take a, a look out for is how they're made to feel when they're meeting with people what i mean by that is if you've been if you feel like you're sitting before a, 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 right in front of a used car salesperson, you know, run out, right? If you've been given a deadline or you feel pressured to commit to an investment, uh, the point is, is fiduciaries are not supposed to be salespeople. Uh, they're supposed to help you reach your financial goals uh, in a timeline that you feel comfortable with. So uh, if, you know, selling a product is not what you need or want from a financial advisor, you, you want someone who's going to look for a holistic solution. Uh, so, so keep keep an eye out for
0: that. Well, Yeah. And somebody that looks at trade-offs more than on deadline points. So if you're looking at a specific investment, they might say, well, here is the pros of doing this now. Here are the, yeah. you know, here are the issues of doing it later. Uh, but they'll leave it up to you to make that overall decision. You yeah. know, if you start hearing things like, oh, they're closing this account in two weeks. <laughs> this won't be offered. <laughs> we need to invest in it now. Well, you might start thinking there's a reason why they might be closing that down then. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's usually not because it's in your best benefit. Uh, or it's just lying that the account isn't closing down or that mm-hmm. vehicle isn't stopping. So that's, that should be a huge red flag. Uh, if there's some sort of pressure sales happening. Agreed. Uh, the The next one is, is a really big one is that you don't know what you're paying in fees. Now, fees are always uh, need to be one of the top decision points in terms of your financial investing. Yeah fees can eat you alive. And when fees go are high when the market goes up, you're not going to make as much as the market because of those fees, and if the market goes down, you still have to pay those fees. So you need to make sure that the fees are reasonable and that you understand how every dollar that you have with that advisor pays them. And that's usually two different camps. The first one is how you directly pay them, which yeah, you know, we've talked about this on the show, percent management fees, which I I hate percent management fee advisors. You know, we're hourly rate advisors. We only get paid for the work that we do. Mm-hmm. That seems like that's how it should be. Uh, so I don't like percent management fees, but that's one way. A second way might be that they get paid a commission or a spiff or a placement fee on helping you place uh, annuities or insurance vehicles or something. That's not necessarily bad. But it should never be secret. You should know exactly how much those fees are and where they come from and how it relates back to your overall plan. Agreed. And I always just to encourage people
2: just to ask that question, just to ask them how they get paid. Uh, here's another red flag I, I see. Uh, when you feel like you're encouraged to go, you know, quote unquote, all in on one investment, right? Man, do I have an annuity for you? <laughs> you yeah. know, show up at dinner. Uh, or an the,
0: apartment complex to buy, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah.
2: You're gonna put everything into one thing. You know, you, you should. We, we've done this our whole lives. You should be encouraged to diversify and utilize the financial tools that are in the best position to help your desired outcome. And and
1: those aren't the same for everybody. Please don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I just want to give everybody a warning. You know, when I see all in, I I think I'm going to the Emerald Queen, and you know that's where you that's where you go all in. I'm, I'm, you, know, you know, put yeah. it all on red or something. I just I'm sorry guys, I interrupt. uh But this is Sound Path through Retirement. With me is Ben koble Matt Liebarger. With us every week at this time on ninety-seven point three Cairo News Radio and i thank you for joining us i want to give you the phone number get on their calendar they get really busy this time of year 877-249-6900 877-249-6900 you guys didn't know i was going to sneak the buzzer in there did you i didn't tell you (laughs) always appreciate the buzzer i'm sure you do yeah Yeah, because these are big red flags these are huge red flags all right. We have let's see what we have. Uh, oh, about a couple of minutes left. What else you got for us, guys? Well, well
2: for, first of all, Gary, if we end up uh, heading down to Vegas, uh, my advice for you is going to put it all on black. So yeah. just just be ready. I'm with you. man. My let's hang is
0: Don't do that at all. Let's, <laughs> hang, let's hang out. Let's have some fun. I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, speaking of putting it all on black, let's talk about risk. That's the next side. Next red flag here is that you haven't discussed your risk tolerance or asset allocation. I mean, a lot of people will go to a financial advisor and that financial advisor in the first meeting will say, oh, I know exactly what you need. Here's how you need to structure it. Yeah, on the first meeting. On the first meeting. Yeah. You know, and you'll have two different extremes, right? You'll have stock pickers that say, well, these stocks will do great and we'll be able to give you your money. Or you have insurance salesmen saying this annuity is the you know cure for everything that's wrong with the world. And those types of discussions are always product focused. Mm-hmm. And so that conversation, you do need to talk products, but you need to talk about that after you know your overall structure, what your goals are, what your tolerances are, what you're trying to achieve. And so you always need to start with that risk tolerance and asset allocation conversation. How are you using the funds? Where are you using the funds? What are the time horizons of those funds? And that way you can then match the investments to end up achieving the goals that you have. hundred percent. You know,
2: another red flag that I I often point out is if you have a financial advisor that doesn't answer uh your questions or address your concerns, you know, when prompted. If they are always skirting around your question, again, it's it's the feeling in my opinion of a used car salesman, right? And to all you wonderful used car salesmen out there listening right now, obviously you are the exception. But uh no, the the point is when you ask a straightforward question to your advisor, your advisor needs to be able to give a straightforward answer. Uh, if it's something that they really need to do a little research on, I respect them even more for saying that and getting back to you with an answer. But the idea of skirting around, especially when you ask some of the questions like Ben's been saying, like, how are you paid? What are your fees? You know, things like that. Right. They got to be able to answer those. Well,
0: it brings me back to an uh, old play, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross. I don't know if you ever saw that, mm-hmm. but um, there's a point where the guy sold him real estate, and he wants to come in and change his mind. And the character is trying to confuse him, going, "Oh no, you have three days to change your mind." Say, "Well, that if you, if we wait till the weekend, the three days are up." No, 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 no business days, and just keep trying to confuse him on the on the answer. So yeah, yeah avoid yeah. that.
2: Well, and 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 that's why it's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have a successful uh you know time with your planning it means that you have to have access to a fiduciary financial planning team and uh our our team ben and i and our entire team we take this very seriously we look at your entire financial picture we break it down we put it on a easy to understand one page financial review and we confirm that you've got enough to last the rest of your life and have a ton of fun too that is really what we want for you we want you to enjoy your retirement so um if you, uh, we, we always set aside 10 slots. Don't know how many are already taken, but we set aside 10 slots every week for those of our listeners on Sunday morning to, to book a time and come and see us. Uh, keep in mind, our strategies are often used by folks with over a million dollars saved for retirement, but we're not going to turn anyone away who has some serious questions. Uh, also, if you book an appointment now, we will give you a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book
1: of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. Give us a call. We look forward to talking with you. And the number is 877-249-6900. Pick up the phone. Let's go. Punch those numbers in. 877-249-6900. What are you waiting for? You deserve a safe, secure, stress-free retirement. And that's what you get when you meet with Ben and Matt at Sound Path Retirement Strategies. First step is sit down with a financial coach. Something we're talking about resonates with you or you feel need to get a second opinion. You want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, that very important risk tolerance. We we just talked about that, Right. Call this number, 877-249-6900. Ben and his team at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by, ready to take your call. All right, one more time, 877-249-6900. We are going to take a short break. We'll be back with more of SoundPath through Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What's coming up next? Yeah, the best part about retirement, the chance to do what you want, when you
2: want, where you want. Uh, when we come back we're going to discuss a few things you may want to think about before you jump in with both people
1: welcome back to the show this is sound path through retirement i'm your consumer advocate gary nolan and here with us again to help you take charge of your money on this Sunday morning, like they are every week at this time, Ben Koval, Matt Liebarger, and we thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Spending part of your weekend Sunday morning with us, yeah, we got our coffee. We're all set. We're ready to go. Here, we're all we're all you know caffeinated. Uh, by the way, they have over ten years' experience. Yeah, they are fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interests of their clients. We told you earlier all the things that they specialize. Anything dealing with retirement, maybe your uh, in that red zone, retirement red zone. This is why you need to pay extra attention. By the way, during the break, I, I probably shouldn't share with you this, guys, but you know, I sell cars to supplement my income. So I was telling Matt and Ben, I got this uh, 2000 Chevy Malibu, low mileage, only driven to church by a little old lady. Guys, you got you to gotta take me up on this one, all right?
2: Yeah, he wants <laughs> me to jump
1: all in. All in, all in on this one. All right, all right but, ser- but seriously. Uh, some 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 every day in America. The big question is, are you ready for retirement? Have you saved enough? What about social security? Making the right choices are critical, and we're going to go over some things you may want to do and maybe uh think about these things before you you take the plunge. Let's uh dive into some of these. One thing is uh, baby boomers, th- a lot of them plan to work indefinitely, guys. That's crazy. They do
2: uh it's you know whether it's because they want to, have to, desire to whatever, for whatever reason, Uh, many are expecting to work uh, far beyond age 65. Uh, You know, the issue is some of the latest stats that have come out with the department of labor uh, show that just one in five Americans age 65 and over are actually employed. So uh, now for the reasons for that, I'm not claiming anyone deals with ageism, of course, Uh, never, never never's happened. Never, never. Uh, But, but the fact is many people do think that they need to just simply to maximize their income. And uh, you know, I, I, I would look and say, we, we talked about this last week. If you're going to work beyond 65, I really hope you do so because you want to. You know, there are things out there that you can do because you're passionate about. Uh, but don't don't get the idea that it's just going to be really simple to go out and find a job at any point when you're 72. Put out three applications and all three
0: job, you know, hires are going to say, yep, you're in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have some clients that sometimes joke with me, but I think they're somewhat serious where retirement is being delayed because they don't know what they're going to do with each other. <laughs> i don't want him seeing my spending habits yeah, <laughs> yeah type of type of thing
1: or your wife doesn't um, want you around as
0: much you know you know, get out do something uh-huh. please go to work yeah, right? Yeah. not not used to it they were right. spending decades apart for eight hours every day and so right. it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. a bit of a change yep. oh yeah um, another issue that you typically run into is putting off saving for retirement mm-hmm. and this is for somebody younger right but the the needs of now sometimes trump the the prudence of tomorrow right that we really need to be structuring and setting up while we're younger, what our retirement plan is gonna look like. And the truth is it's, it's easier when you're younger in terms of the investing mm-hmm. because you could throw yourself into the market and it's just, you're gonna be fine. You've got decades before you need to use those funds, but it's harder to actually implement that. It's harder to actually increase your savings every year uh, while you've got kids that wanna to go to camps and baseballs and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, once you get in that life uh, routine, is is difficult. You know, an, another one as you're approaching retirement is um, things that I hear about, cl- like claiming Social Security too early. And of course, at age 62, you can claim Social Security. You will get paid, you know, you'll you'll receive less than if you waited a full retirement age, uh, and which would be 66, 67, depending on when you're born. Uh, and then of course, if you wait till 70, you, you, you will earn more. You can earn up to 130% uh, of your full retirement. So, so social security. So uh, a lot of it has to do with how healthy you are. You know, what are you doing? What, you know, what, what's your goal? But I will say that the break, the cutoff is about age 80. Uh, someone says, well, if I take, you know, social security early, I'm getting less, but I'm getting it early. I get more years. I go, yeah. If you wait till 70 and you, both of you, you know, end up living till you're 80, you've each taken the same amount of, uh, of, of money. So from 80 on, if you wait till 70, you're earning more money for the rest of your life. So that's, that's just a discussion to have.
0: Well, life expectancy is 85. So for mm-hmm. most times, it does make sense to end up waiting at, at least a little bit. And there's actually a big study that or there's a big article, I think it was with uh, Forbes or Wall Street Journal. I can't remember where it was, but it was saying that retirees are just taking Social Security wrong. Mm -hmm. and that they're talking about changing you know congress is talking about changing it from right now it's really confusing right because you'll have full retirement uh, number which is your you know 65 to 67 number right but then that's not really your maximum benefit your maximum benefit is at 70 Mm -hmm. right and and so they're thinking of changing it instead of you know 62 and full retirement age and 70 just doing minimum you know maximum and easier to understand to yeah and so i do find that it is typically just uh Uh, a knowledge base of vocabulary problem Mm -hmm. for some people, but it's also, you know, the the guy at the pub who's sitting in the corner, who's talking about how social security is going bankrupt and we need to
1: (laughs) take it it now while you can
0: get it. And so I'm not saying that was Gary, uh, but, uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but, but honestly, you know, it's really, it's interesting. And and it really depends on uh, the person's financial situation and what their needs Mm -hmm. are. If they take it at 62 or can, uh, wait to seventy. Also, it's it's very you're right. It's very confusing. And if you're still working full time and you're taking Social Security, then you're subject to penalties if you haven't reached that that full retirement age. And I bet you a lot of people don't realize that that if you do not hit a uh, full retirement age and you're working a full time and you make over what is it twenty five thousand or something like that, yeah, uh, every, less than yeah. Yeah, yeah less than that every dollar. Uh, you know, you make two dollars. One one is going back to uh to Social Security. Am I right? Something like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 What else you got for us? Uh, let me take. Let me remind everybody where where we are and what we're doing. Uh, this is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Liebarger, with us every week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us. I want to give you the phone number. Get on their calendar. They get really busy this time of year. 877-249-6900. No cost, no obligation. Have a discussion with Ben. And Matt, they'll set you on the right path for secure retirement. That's what you need. That's what everybody wants. 877-249-6900. We're talking about all those baby boomers every day. 10,000 of them turn 65. Mm -hmm. And we talked about claiming Social Security, putting off uh, savings. How about borrowing from your 401k? It can be dangerous, but it can be done, obviously, right? Yeah. I want to go back to one last point on Social Security before we move on
0: to 401ks. And this is something that a lot of people miss. And again, I've said this multiple times on the show, but this is the one thing that I typically see is falling through the cracks on almost every retirement plan that I see. Taxation. A lot of times we don't have proper tax planning that's involved with your investments. And it's because a financial advisor is punting the question to your CPA and the CPA is punting it back to your financial advisor. And and so there's, there's no one taking claim for this. But if you look at social security in a vacuum, Like Matt was saying, if you wait until 80, 81 is typically the break-even point, uh, then it makes sense to wait. And you might say, well, yeah, I don't really want to. I want to make sure that I've got some money now and I'm trying to do travel and I don't want to spend my assets. Social security is a forced taxable event. So once you start taking it, you will be taxed on social security. Up to 85% of that value gets taxed. And for most people, it's going to be 85%. So if we're trying to be tax efficient during the time where we have tax holidays, This year is a tax holiday. We still have the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. We can and should be using this effectively for long-term tax planning. If you take Social Security, well, you've just increased your taxable income forced. So you have less tax flexibility to do things right now. And so, again, you can't look at all these things necessarily in a vacuum. You need to look at it holistically and how it relates to your overall structure, your overall plan, and what you're trying to achieve. So now moving over into the borrowing against your 401k. Now uh this is done usually for like house purchases something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you borrow against your 401k, you have to pay interest back to borrow against it, but the interest that you end up paying back will go back into your account, so it's like you're paying yourself interest. So it's fine, however, I very much don't like it. I would rather you be able to save on the uh, you know on the side. To be able to achieve your overall goals, especially if you're borrowing against your 401k for something like credit card debt or mm-hmm. um, cars or, or, or something where you really need to be budging it into your overall, uh, your, your overall debt and income ratios. Yeah. You know, a, another thing, too, that uh, a,
2: a lot of boomers are, you know, looking at is especially with 2022, what we just dealt with. And this is the idea of avoiding the stock market altogether right now. Right. Taking a break from the stock market. Um, shying away from stocks because they seem too risky, it, it is, it's is—it's one of the biggest mistakes investors can make when saving for retirement. So it is true the market has plenty of ups and downs. Again, we, we saw this in 2022, we've seen quite a bit of volatility already in 2023. But, but just remember that since 1926, stocks have returned an average of about 10% a year. Um, I mean, bonds, CDs, bank accounts, uh, the mattress under, you know, that the you sleep on, the the, uh, the, safe, the, yeah. the safe buried in the backyard, X marks the spot. None of those have even come close. So, uh, yes, we once you enter into retirement and you approach there, uh, Ben and I specialize in working in ways to uh, help protect
0: that principle, but don't leave the stock market altogether. Yeah, we, essentially time horizons, right? Is, is that we need to structure your funds that can lose money in an appropriate time horizon. So that if the market continues to go down, well, you've got time back on your side to be able to allow it to recover. So not your short-term income. Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, this,
2: this is something, obviously, if you listen to us every week, you'll know. Ben and I are very passionate about our belief uh, that you, as the person retiring, deserves a secure, independent retirement. So that's, that's why we keep a few openings on our calendars every single week for our Sunday morning listeners. Uh, for you to come in, sit down with us. Free of charge, just some straightforward talk. Take a look at uh, what you have planned, uh, where you might be at risk, and we're going to sit down and we're going to help you determine how to prepare a portfolio that uh, can handle dangers like what we're facing today, inflation, stock market volatility, taxation. The, the point is you've, you've worked hard for the money you have, and we work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. So keep in mind, our strategies are often used by folks with over a million dollars saved for retirement, but we will not turn anyone away if you're serious about retirement planning. So give us a call. If you call now, you will get a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. Uh, call us up and uh, we'll
1: look forward to meeting you. All right. The number is 877-249-6900. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Uh, folks, no cost, no obligation. You get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions what future tax implications will be, and how much money you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone right now, 877-249-6900. They are standing by at SoundPath Retirement Strategies to take your phone call, 877-249-6900. You deserve a safe, secure, stress-free retirement, no cost, no obligation, and it's exactly what you get when you can meet with Ben and Matt. They're available for you right now. Their calendar does get kind of jammed up this time of year, so you really want to get on the phone right now. don't know how many slots we have open, but I know the phones have been ringing here. 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take a short break. we will back with more of Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. Hey, guys, what's coming up next?
0: Next, we got listener questions. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, back with us to help you take charge of your money on this Sunday morning. Ben Koval, Matt Liebarger with us every Sunday at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. And uh, by the way, we'd like to welcome you in. Uh, They have over 10 years experience. They are fiduciaries by law. They have to have the best interests of their clients, and they specialize in retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, all the things we've been talking about. And by the way, uh, Matt did buy that Chevy, that 2010 Chevy. So uh, Matt, thank you very much. Uh, it, it was a great deal. Yeah, good luck thank with you, that. Thank you, Gary. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. The transmission will drop any minute now. Anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, seriously, though. Uh, Allison Redmond. I retired last year at 71 and started collecting my Social Security benefits. My understanding is that I can earn up to 21240 without any impact on my benefits, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. So I booked an appointment to sit down and discuss this. What else can you help me with, with someone at my age? What do we have for Alice? Yeah, Alice, well, thanks for calling in and setting an appointment. Uh, first and
2: foremost, I, I I know what Alice is talking about. Uh, this isn't really going to affect you, Alice, in your particular situation. So uh, asking, you know, you're 71 and you're collecting Social Security benefits. You can earn as much as you want to earn. It's not going to affect you. The $21,240 limit that you're speaking of, is if you were taking social security at 62 prior to full retirement age, then at that point you are limited on what you can earn beyond, you know, just over $21,000. Then they're going to start taking money from your social security for every $2. I think Gary said it earlier and he hit it right on the right, you know, hit the nail on the head for every $2 you earn in social security. They're going to take one back from you. So it's, you know, it's something you really got to watch out for, but after full retirement age, uh, work as much as you want, Alice. So.
1: Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, good job, Alice. Thank you very much for, uh, your call. And yeah, that's the number I was looking for. I knew it was under 25,000, but I didn't know the exact amount. Now I know mm-hmm. 21,240. All right, let's get to Bernadette in Newcastle. I'm retiring at the end of this year. I used a fee base advisor five years ago to ensure that I was on the right track to retire based on the prior analysis and goals I have accumulated enough assets to retire as planned. What are the top five areas I should be asking my advisor to focus on now that I'm changing from the accumulation phase to the drawdown phase? Interesting question from Bernadette. Boy, it sounds like she's got, uh, she's right on top of this guys. No, it's a a good question, but it
0: also depends on what that advisor ended up creating for her. Uh, As we've talked about before, we don't like the 4% rule. And that's typically what one size fits all advisors do is that they'll say, okay, You save X amount of money, and then 4% of that you can draw every year without needing to run out before you die. I mean, even the creator of the 4% rule doesn't like his own strategy. Especially in times of inflation. Yeah, inflation is a big issue. So um, outside of that, the uh, five things. So five areas to focus on. The first one is going to be evaluating that advisor again. When you were going up towards retirement and you were still in the accumulation phase, it might have been appropriate and it still might be appropriate. But the first thing I always recommend is evaluating what fees you're paying to this advisor. Now, there's a couple of ways that advisors can get paid. The first way is a percent management fee. Now, I talked about this earlier in the show. I don't like this way, Mm -hmm. uh, because it means if you've got a million dollars, you go to that advisor, they're gonna charge you 1%. If your neighbor has $10,000, they go to that same advisor, they're gonna charge 1%, 1 1.5% for the same exact service, the same exact investment strategy, the same exact conversations. So you at a million dollars are paying significantly more for the same level of service than your neighbor simply because you have more money than they do. And, you know, if there's an answer as to why this happens outside because they can or that's industry standard, I'd like to hear it. I don't I don't know. I don't think that's right. And I don't think a fiduciary in the future will be able to operate with that type of a fee. And it's going to eat you like potentially eat you alive. Now, there is, of course, a break even point. If you have under three hundred thousand dollars saved for retirement, a percent management guy is probably your best bet. Yeah. But if you have over that, then that's where you need to start transitioning from percent management to an hourly rate advisor or an advisor that charges per per, uh, project. Mm -hmm. And that's how SoundPath, how we charge is an hourly rate or a project base. And so that way you can save, oh man, thousands of dollars, depending on how much you have an overall asset base. And that way you're only paying the advisor for the work they're doing, not for arbitrary percentage points because the market goes up. I know it's kind of a a side note, but I, I... there's this commercial out there that I absolutely hate. Mm. And, uh, man, I know, I know you've heard this because oh, yeah. uh, I, I, I've been about this a lot. But <laughs> it's this guy, well-manicured suit, sitting behind a desk saying, you know, we're true fiduciaries to our clients because we don't make more money unless our clients make more money. I, I hate this commercial so much because it implies that that advisor has some sort of role in the market going up. It does not. I can't make the market go up. Why in the world should I get paid more simply because the market goes up? You don't have that ability? No, if I did, I'd be in a much different world. I'd be (laughs) be doing things very different in my life in general. But no, there's no reason for an advisor to get paid more simply because the market goes up. My job as an advisor is to make sure that your risk tolerance makes sense, that you're structured in a way that's going to be consistent, that's going to be safe, that's going to be matching your goals, right? It has nothing to do with market returns. Yeah. No, so, and and I think you're hitting on that for Bernadette as well. I mean, congrats that she's doing well,
2: but you know, you talked about uh, reevaluating, you know, her advisor because as you change in, into retirement, it's a, it's a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, reevaluate. You just talk about risk and what your
0: job is a fiduciary, like reevaluate where she's at right now, what she's invested in, yeah. reevaluate her risk. Well, and now that you're retired and you're drawing income from these assets, yeah. you are going to be compounding that problem by paying advisor fees. So again, make sure number one that fees are a very big consideration in what you're doing here in the future. Um, the second is how does the income generate? What are they structuring for your income, and how is it going to be consistent or stabilized? Now, again, not a four percent rule. If they're telling you bond funds are safe, I would strongly suggest that you reevaluate <laughs> red that. Flag, red <laughs> flag, red flag. <laughs> That's a red flag. Um, make sure that you've got time horizons to be able to lean on those when the markets go south. So that way you've got, let's say, twenty years in a stock account. If the market goes down it's fine you've got time on your side for it to end up recovering so second would be income the third uh, area that i would suggest you focus on is the one that's always lacking i talked about this earlier taxation tax, yep. you need to know where your income's coming from and what the tax status is of that income so that you can better uh, affect what those taxes end up looking like you can do a better job of um, you know, rolling around the pendulum, you know, the pendulum will go left where we have very high taxation, it'll swing right where we have very low taxation, you need to have a plan that's going to be able to adapt to that. Number four, is what is your plan if things are going wrong? Now, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) In in retirement planning, you're going to have decades, and you need to make sure that you know what this looks like if things end up going south on you. Uh, An example would be long term care, what happens if you have a healthy body and Alzheimer's, I'm not a huge fan of long-term care insurance. So if you don't have long-term care insurance, well, what happens then? What are you looking at? What is it going to look like? What are you going to do? Make sure that you have that built in somewhere in an understanding of the plan because the time to have that conversation is now, not when you actually get diagnosed. And then the last one would be um, make sure your estate documents are structured well, that you have whatever trust you need to have, that you have your wills, your powers of attorney, all of that structured and set up so that when you pass away, the money's going where you want it to go, how you want it to go, and in the way that you want it in terms of taxation. So I, I know that was a, a lot, uh, but this question is essentially exactly our wheelhouse. So yeah. uh, I definitely want to make sure that we that we get through those five main areas before anybody retires, not just, not just you, Bernadette.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what you get when you go see Ben and Matt, how he meticulously described that and all the areas of concern. And that's what he'll do. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us every week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number. Get on the calendar, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. I know what you're talking about. It's one of those companies that it's blank investments. Just leave like investments let's leave it leave it it's at that. It's the
0: one that's leaving Washington state because of the capital gains change
1: there which is you a different go. conversation. Good to know. <laughs> All right, Eddie in West Seattle, I've been having a lot of anxiety when it comes to actually spending the money in my retirement accounts I've saved so long and I worked so hard to build it. Is this fairly common? If so, do you have any suggestions how to calm my nerves? It's like you guys need to put on the uh, you know the the psychiatrist, psychologist mm-hmm. hats on because I bet you I bet you this happens more than more than I think, huh? Uh, oh,
2: uh, it, it's more common. Uh, yeah, Eddie, you are not alone. And you're absolutely right, Gary. This is when we become the uh, the counselor, the therapist. Um, the, the point is, is when people retire for the first time, hopefully the only time, it's scary. It is scary. Yeah. You're doing something you've never done before. And you go from accumulation phase to a distribution phase. And you still want to accumulate as well. But that that's a scary time to be spending the money you've worked so hard uh, to, to get, and you, because the fear is you want to see that number go up, not down, right? So it, it's psychologically you never want to run out of money, and every time you're pulling money out, it's it, it's a battle. So it's tough to turn that corner. It sure. is, it is. So so Eddie, we get it. The best way to calm your nerves is having a plan. You hear Gary, Ben, and myself talk about this every week. Uh, the best thing is sit down with the fiduciary, come see Ben or myself. Get a plan that's holistic that you can then now see on paper, written out, well-thought-of distribution plan that's structured enough to handle your income so you don't have to deal with income volatility, but also flexible enough, as Ben just said to Bernadette, to handle the bumps in the road when
0: things uh, go wrong. And that's... uh again, one of the things that we focus on here is really a true understanding, a true understanding of of everything that we've got in terms of retirement, in terms of your um, specific situation now and what the future might end up looking like. And so if what we're talking about here struck a chord, if you're listening and you're going, man, you know, I I really would like to take a look at this in more detail and figure out if I'm on the right path, shoot us a call. So again, we keep a handful of of Uh, appointments open. I'm not sure where we are at this stage since we've been talking. But uh, we always sit down with these clients completely complimentary to sit down and figure out where are you really? Mm. Where is your current plan? What are the holes in that plan? What do we need to fill? And so the first thing we always look at is to make sure that you know exactly how much you're paying in fees and commissions. Was there something that was paid to this advisor that you don't quite know about? Did that create a potential conflict of interest? Number two, Are you taking unnecessary risk with your nest egg? Are you taking too much risk, especially in today's world? If you haven't sat with your advisor over the last year and figured out what this new world is looking like in terms of your investments, that's a problem. Sit down and make sure that you're on the right path now that we are looking at some pretty rocky times here in the future. And then last, and this is a big one, make sure you understand the tax implications of all of your decisions. Pension draws, pension rollovers, social security draws, rentals, all of that needs to play a role into your overall tax strategy because ultimately taxes are going up and you are going to be the one that's going to have to pay that or your beneficiaries. So for the uh, anybody who calls in and sits down with us, we'll also give you a copy of my book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. And we'll be able to talk
1: very specifically about you and we'll be able to help you make sure you're on the right path. All right. Thank you, Ben. Eight seven seven two four nine six nine zero zero. 249 6900 That's the number. Eight seven seven two four nine six nine zero zero. 249 6900 It's really a good four-letter word. It's plan, P-L-A-N. That's what you need to do, folks. It's advice like this. Show how important it is to meet with a financial coach who understands the ins and outs of the financial world. Take advantage of this opportunity. Make sure you're on the right path. The path is based on your risk preferences, your budget, and your goals. Folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies are standing by ready to talk to you. You deserve a safe, secure retirement, and that's what you get. Get that plan when you get a hold of Ben and Matt at Sound Path Retirement Strategies. The number one more time, 877-249-6900. All right, what a great show. The show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Hope you found the information we presented helpful. We look forward to you, all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, thank you so much. Always great to spend time with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hey,
0: thanks, Gary.
2: All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath retirement strategies, and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. Soundpath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other
1: government agency. Advisory services offered through Soundpath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.